What's going on high performer? I hope you guys are ready. In fact, if you're going for a run, if you're driving, I would seriously consider listening to this episode on a separate note because it's so full of practical solutions and tips on how to improve your performance through a simple breathing practice. Dr. Charlie is an amazing coach and she shares with us her personal story and her reasoning behind she started her work with breathing, but we find out that actually understanding how to breathe properly can reduce your stress levels, improve your productivity, improve your happiness, and give you more vitality and energy and inner peace at the same time. And guess what? It doesn't have to take long. In fact, I found this episode so insightful and helpful after interviewing her that I've actually reached out to Dr. Charlie myself for some one-to-one coaching so that I can get and move the needle that one or two percent. So guys, get the pen and paper out and be ready for an amazing episode. Love and appreciate you and let me know what you think of this one. And we are live. Hey guys, how is it going? Uh, As you can see, there is two of us tonight. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Today, obviously, we have the Better Brain Show, and it's the place where we talk about everything to do with health and performance to help you guys uh, live your best life, whatever that might mean. More energy, more focus, more productivity, and even breathing better. And today's topic is definitely going to be a valuable one for people that want to understand how breathing can improve your performance, because I believe it's not something that we talk about often. So guys, just let us know where you're joining from. I'm so excited uh, for our special guest today. Her name is Dr. Charlie Malt. She is a friend of mine. She's a colleague of mine. She's a doctor of chiropractic, which just to let you know, takes five years to graduate if you're good enough. And we all are. And on top of that, she's actually a meditation and breath work coach because chiropractic just wasn't enough. So I'm really, really interested (laughs) and excited to find out uh, what she has to share with us. Make sure you stay until the end because we have some practical tools and little cool things we can give you to apply as of today. But without further ado, Charlie, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so, so excited to have you. But Charlie, we'll just start, always, always start with some really open questions. So some of our friends will be joining today. But for those of you who don't know us, tell us about you. What's going on? Um, so yeah, I am a chiropractor. Um, I've been a chiropractor now for four years. Um, I absolutely love seeing patients. I see patients in a place called New Malden, which is in Surrey. Um, and about six months after I graduated, it sounds a bit weird, but I became really burnt out. Like I got really stressed. I found it really overwhelming, like the work life after being a student for quite a long time. So I was actually a student for seven years because I did an acting degree um, before I did chiropractic. So um, I went on a retreat about six months after I started being a chiropractor and I started to learn about breath work. So pretty much my whole journey as a chiropractor and helping patients, I've also been training in breath work and doing it with clients as well. Um, And that birthed my um, new company, Source, which I launched a couple of months ago. So Source is a membership. It's a community where you learn how to breathe better And um, I do weekly breath workshops where we really do deep dives into how we can use our breath to transform our life. 
That's so cool. I don't, I actually, I need to stop you here because I think we'll just take one minute to appreciate um, the uniqueness behind you being a doctor of chiropractic and concentrating on breath work. Every chiropractor knows how important breath work is, but a lot of our listeners are people who want to perform better and they want to kind of understand their health as much as possible. So don't necessarily link the two together. And I find it fascinating and I'm a chiropractor myself. So tell me, Tell me more about breath work. Um, what sort of challenges do you notice with patients, with clients, when it comes to breathing? Because it sounds it sounds crazy, right? We should know how to breathe. We should. I know we're born breathing. Um, so similar to what you would probably see as a chiropractor, a very common thing that most people will come in with is some kind of stress, like you can't really say this anymore, but busy lives, like people have very busy lives. And then um, obviously everything happened with COVID and maybe our lives weren't so busy during that period, but we still tend to be very busy in our minds. So most people, when they come in, they're rushing, they've just dropped off their kids at nursery or whatever, or they're in the middle of a phone call. And most people tend to be in quite a stressed out state, even if they don't realize it. And that massively impacts how you breathe. So most people that come in, um, they're usually not super calm, they're usually not super relaxed, and they tend to carry a lot of tension around their chest, tend to be chest breathers, they tend to breathe a lot through their mouth. Um, can yeah, you tell me, can you tell me more a little bit about um what would you describe someone as a chest breather? I think we both know the answer, but I wanted the yeah. listeners to um, to really simplify it because I usually find when it comes to health and performance, the simple things are the things that uh, really move the needle as opposed to, you know, the cool, sexy health hacks and cryotherapy yeah. and cell replacement therapy. What is a chest breather? Totally. You're absolutely, you hit the nail on the head there. Um, so a chest breather is someone who breathes from their chest rather than from their primary breathing muscle, which is their diaphragm. So a lot of people tend to carry a lot of tension around their chest, around their neck, around this whole upper area. And they tend to breathe in quite a shallow way. So um, I'll try and show you like exaggerated this um this platform that we're on, it mirror images me, so it's throwing me off a bit. Um, but you would see someone breathe like this. I'm exaggerating, but using their sure. chest rather than using their diaphragm. Um, about 80% of the UK, I'll have to show you the um, research paper for this, but about 80% of the UK um, don't breathe optimally which is insane considering huge like you can you can live without water for quite a few hours you can live without food for weeks and live without oxygen for a long time so i wonder how much and i'm sure we'll talk about this later but how much that actually affects our health and our performance well, one thing that i wanted to ask you both being chiropractors so maybe don't talk to me maybe talk to the audience about this but how does breathing or breath work relate to your nervous system and general health? What would you kind of talk to patients about? Oh, I love that question um, because that's <laughs> what I always come back to. And that's what ties chiropractic and breath work in beautifully. Um, because the brain and the nervous system are literally running the show 
for how our body works. So we want to have a fully functioning nervous system. And obviously chiropractic is amazing for that. Um, how that ties in with the breath is that our breath is actually the only physiological system that we have that's both automatic and under our control. So when we are stressed, when we're activating our sympathetic nervous system, so if anyone hasn't heard of that, that's our fight or flight mechanism. So when we're feeling stressed out or when we're feeling under threat, it's when our body primes us ready to fight or run away. Um, so our heart rate will increase, um, our muscles will become more tense and we're ready to do something about whatever the threat is. Um, and what happens is that we are breathing from quite in quite a shallow way. So if we're going in day in, day out, and we think about potentially 80% of the population breathing through their chest, what we're doing is we're signaling to our brain that there's constantly a threat. Even if we're not constantly thinking stressed out thoughts, there are still signals going on there that our body isn't 100% safe and okay. So what we need to do is hack how we breathe to A, get more oxygen into our poor body um, and get the right amount of oxygen into our cells, but also to move us into a parasympathetic state. So this is our rest, digest, healing, restorative state, which we so desperately need so that we can digest our food and sleep and be able to think and make decisions um, and do all the stuff that we want to do. Um, but oftentimes we can get stuck in that fight or flight mode. So breath, using the breath is such a powerful way to move you into that parasympathetic state. I love that. I just, there is no even argument about the science. And, uh, and I, I actually didn't know this, 80% of the UK population is likely to have uh, dysfunction in the way they breathe. But then having said that, it really doesn't surprise me when I get people to lie down on their back and I'm doing some work on their neck and I tell them to breathe in, breathe out. All I see is their rib cage expanding and their tummy yeah. staying flat. And I think this is what Charlie meant. For those of you who will be listening to the podcast and you couldn't see, her chest and her shoulders mm -hmm. were moving up and down when she was doing the shallow breathing, which I understand is what we want to avoid as much as possible. Yeah. Yeah, now, totally. Uh, talking about stepping a little bit away from the mechanisms of breathing and how not to breathe, how would you describe uh, people listening can be actually using breathing to optimize performance in terms of, you know, let's talk about Let's step away from what we do wrong. Let's talk about how we can yes. do something right to improve our performance. <laughs> Again, I love that too. Um, and I love how passionate you are, Stefan, about people um, living their life as optimally as possible and being the best that they can. Um, and breath is a really powerful way to help you with your productivity and help you get stuff done um, for a few reasons. So something that is often spoken about when we're talking about performance is being able to access flow state. So um, I, <laughs> I told you it all links. <laughs> Love it. So um, I can't think of the exact definition, 
Um, but flow state is when we are in a state of ease, um, we are loving what we're doing, time stands still, we're totally present, and we're in our zone of genius. So anyone who is really passionate about their business or whatever they're doing, we want to be able to access flow states quickly, effectively, and as often as we can. I think you can agree with me on that. Hundred percent, and I'm just—I just cannot wait to hear what you have to say. By the way, guys, I hope you're listening. And for those of you who have any questions, if you're listening live, you can pop them in the comments. Uh, Charlie and myself will try to answer. For those of you who are listening to the podcast in a week's time, just give us an email, and we'll be able to help you as much as possible. Whether you're having struggles with breathing or you want to be a high performer, Dr. Charlie's got the answers. Carry on, please. Okay, so accessing flow state is something that we want, right? Um, and also, as well, when we're talking about um, productivity, I don't know about you, you might be very different to me. Like, for me, I am a very emotional person. And I'm also a procrastinator. So um, using these techniques is great, you know, if you have a moment where you're not feeling super, super productive for whatever reason. So anyway, how you access flow states is um, you can do this through your breath. So when we breathe in, our heart rate increases a little. And when we breathe out, our heart, our heart rate decreases a little. So what you want to do is firstly become aware of your breath. So I always recommend with any breath work, close your eyes, place a hand on your chest, a hand on your belly, and take a couple of minutes to really tune in with how you're feeling and tune in with your body. We spend a lot of time in our heads um, and it's really, really powerful even just doing that, just a couple of minutes where you become aware of what's happening with your body. And as soon as you become aware of your breath, what you're doing is you're bringing your attention to the present moment, which is the first step to hacking flow state. So I was talking about the heart rate going up as you breathe in and down as you breathe out. So what you want to do is you want to balance out the breaths. So say if you breathe in for a count of four, you want to be breathing out for a count of four so that you're balancing this upper and downer almost of your nervous system. And the better that you get at this, you can do it for longer. So ideally, you want to get to a stage where you're doing about five breaths a minute. Five so, breaths a minute. Yeah. Cool. So literally what you would do is check in with yourself, like make sure you know you've taken some time to calm yourself down. And just breathing in for, for example, you can start with breathing in for a count of five. Okay, to do it. And then out for five. So um, I know this is a podcast, so you probably don't want to do too many of those now. Um, but what I always do is um, I actually have loads of playlists on Spotify um, with some tunes to help you get into that flow state as well. But I always tell my clients, listen to a couple of songs, um, a couple of songs that have binaural beats or, you know, something to get you in the zone and try that breathing for a couple of tracks. It is so, so powerful just to get you into that zone of focus and your body will be so much calmer as well. That's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing this. I, I cannot remember the name of the app I used to use when I started training my body to do breath work. I think it was called brain 
FM. I don't know if you've heard of it before. I've heard of it, but I haven't used it. Um, it's the most simple uh, app that can basically link the left and right part of the brain from just using sound. But you can actually almost go three or four different levels of sound and frequency to match what you like and what your breath is like and what your heart's rate variability oh, is like. I love that. It's brain, brain FM. Um, yeah. I, I love I love talking about performance and flow state. So I used to be so much into sport and I'm really short, uh, <laughs> but I used to play basketball. I used to compete to quite a high level and we used to call it being in the zone, right? So everything slows down, everything is relaxed. It's not rushed. Everything becomes crystal clear. And the actual terminology for that is called uh, uh, prefrontal transient hypo, hypo something. I know what you're trying to say. <laughs> transient hypo, anyways. And it basically yeah. means that your prefrontal cortex stops uh, distracting from the environment. But I didn't know that breath work can help so much. So that's amazing. And Charlie, we have a question. Um, does it matter? if you're breathing by your nose or if you're breathing by mouth in order to activate our parasympathetic nervous system? Do you oh, know much great, about the difference? Great question, great question. Um, so ideally, most of the time we want to breathe through our nose. So when I am teaching people about breath work, once a week I recommend doing a deep dive where you breathe through your mouth. Um, so it's kind of two different things. I don't want to make it too confusing. But when we're talking about moving into a parasympathetic state, we want to keep our body as calm as possible. So I would always recommend starting with nose breathing. And like I said, really taking time to um, check in with your body and calm yourself down. Then what you can do if you're used to doing breath work is you can breathe through your mouth. So the reason why I don't want to make this confusing. So when you're new to doing breath work and breathing through your mouth, you're not used to it. And when you're not used to it, your body it takes time to adapt to it. So for example, when I'm doing a deep dive, I get someone to breathe with their mouth really open. Have you done a breath work session before, Stefan? No, but I'm signing up after this. So I'm sorry. Yes. So <laughs> um, your mouth is really wide open like this, like literally for an hour. <laughs> And um, you do long in-breaths, like, and relaxed out-breaths, and it's connected. So you're getting a huge intake of oxygen, and you're not blowing off much carbon dioxide. Okay. So once you're relaxed and into it, that will absolutely move you into a parasympathetic state. What happens if you're not used to it is the first few times, usually, people will go, and, you know, they might cramp up and um, their body's usually a little bit stressed because they're not used to it. Sure, sure, sure. So my point is, is if you want to hack your parasympathetic nervous system in the day, I would recommend using your nose, like nose breathing. And I can talk about some techniques with that. And um, if you're going to do a deep dive, you need to make sure that you've got someone to guide you through it if you're breathing through your mouth. That's so cool. I, lo I, love, uh, I love how practical you are because... One of the, the biggest problems I find uh, nowadays is uh, analysis paralysis. There's just so much information out there and we can read and read and read. But our listeners know that by just literally tuning in for half an hour a week with our 
amazing guests, um, you can save yourself tons of time and research and energy and resources. So we know that the saying that success leaves clues, do what people have done that works and you will find the same results. And Maddie, I hope that answers your question about uh, nose breathing versus mouth breathing. And I, I guess it's a little bit like, um, it's a little bit like when you go diving and when you are not used to it, you're breathing uh, as a system, your breathing system, when you're not used to that, you're just not effective and efficient. So I guess using your nose to, to get the rhythm and to get your body adapted is just a safer way of doing that to begin with. Totally, yeah, exactly. Cool. Now, um, in terms of, you talked about uh, performance, which is fantastic. We talked about the mechanisms of uh, breathing and chest versus shallow versus uh, um, abdominal breathing. But what about breathing and emotions? I've heard you talk about that. So um, how can we use our breath to deal with stress? And I think you said how to move emotional blocks. Mm. It's Tell a huge one. It's a huge one. And I talk about emotions a lot. And I always worry, Stefan, because... I feel like, and maybe this is sexist of me, I feel like as soon as I start talking about emotions, all the guys are like, yeah, 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 whatever. <laughs> um, it's changing. We're changing the world. But it, it's it's huge. Um, whether you're talking about your health or whether you're talking about productivity, it goes hand in hand. So um, something I always talk about with emotions is how we breathe is how we live our life. It massively mirrors what's going on. Firstly, second thing is that we all love, um, we all love being in love. We all love being happy. Like we all love the good emotions, don't we? That is great. And um, we don't love generally feeling sad, feeling angry, feeling frustrated, feeling shame, whatever those feelings are. So usually what will happen is we'll stop breathing in those moments. So if you go back to a time when you felt angry or you felt sad or something was going on, you'll probably notice or next time you are in one of those situations, notice that your natural instinct is to stop breathing. And the reason why you stop breathing is it's to stop feeling in that moment. <laughs> so um, when someone's angry, think about it. They clench their teeth. When someone sad, it's and they're crying and they can't get their words out because they're not breathing properly. Um, when you open an email that you don't want to open, you're probably holding your breath. So what happens is if we don't process those emotions, what, what's going on at the time, our body is like a map. So we're going to hold on to it. Emotions, if we think about emotions as energy emotion, um, it's energy that has to move and it has to be felt. So we have to feel our feelings to be able to move through them. So does this make sense? Yeah. So um, how we do that is by literally breathing through it. So this will be doing a deep dive. So this is when you'll breathe using your mouth. And what you'll do is you'll really focus on each breath drawing oxygen into your body usually what will happen if there's some kind of emotion that you need to process or go through you're going to feel it pretty quickly so how you get emotion 
moving, how you get energy moving through the body is through breath, sound, and movement. So I actually make people do something really, really weird. Um, Come on, tell us. I, uh, so throughout the breath work, there'll be times when you just feel like you want to stop if you feel emotional. So you do something called toning, which is basically where you tantrum like a child. So you tap your hands and you tap your feet and you shake your head and you move your body and you go, ah, just to get sound out and to get your body moving. And um, it's a really effective and powerful way just to shift it. Wow. So, um, obviously, you would need a bit of time for that. <laughs> you probably want to do that on a Sunday or something. Or, you know, if it's a moment where you really need an emotional release. Um, but it's incredible for your health and it's incredible for your well-being to really be able to move through emotions like that. And, again, I hope I'm not coming across as sexist. It's just I'm very much uh, emotional and certainly like for example um my partner he's the opposite so um what was I gonna say yeah you need to find time to move through it <laughs> so if you are busy like busy in your life and something happens but you know you've got a deadline or you feel like I just need to get work done but I'm feeling emotional and um, what I would recommend is to give yourself half an hour. So just schedule in a meeting with yourself. Give yourself half an hour to breathe it out and process whatever's going on. That's so cool. Yeah. So, guys, we talk about this very, very often on the podcast and with all the content we put out there. Um, we talk about how our lives are so busy because we have a busy one of these. So I'm just pointing to a phone and a calendar. And what happens is your calendar runs you. You don't have control of your calendar um, if you don't use practical skills and tools and hacks. So I love the concept of scheduling time for yourself, just how you schedule time for your meetings, for your training, for anything that is important, because if it doesn't get scheduled, it doesn't get done. And I'm a huge, huge believer that your calendar should have both your business life on there and your personal life. And hopefully it should be a good balance because um, even myself, sometimes I find it tough to kind of um, slow down. You know, you were describing the, the kind of the sympathetic drive and you're describing people when they're upset or crying or sad or angry. And I get in that state when I'm doing a live video. I, I forget to breathe. I turn purple. I look at the camera sometimes. I'm thinking, wow, okay. So from now on, I'll definitely try to slow down. Maybe I'll even do some breathing prior to doing any videoing. Um, now, I wanted to ask you, is there a way of um, actually measuring your breathing capacity? Because it, is there such a way of knowing how good you are at breathing? And, and mm -hmm. that way, I guess we can improve it because... You know, uh, some of our mentors have always said, whatever gets measured gets done or whatever gets measured improves. Uh, does that apply to breathing? 100%. I'm so glad you asked me that. Um, so a couple of things I recommend. Um, first thing is, is I'm going to keep going back to this because you should be doing it every day. Body awareness, taking a couple of minutes to check in with yourself. And you can feel, you can feel whether you're breathing from your chest, you can feel whether you're breathing through from your body. Um, if you have a friend or a partner, lie down with your knees bent and just breathe as if you're chilling on the sofa, you know, like watching Netflix or whatever. 
and get them to watch how you breathe. So some really common patterns that um, happen in people is they either breathe from their chest or they breathe from their belly or they breathe from their belly and their chest, but they kind of avoid their heart area, which is also very telling. It shows that um, there's something going on there, being quite protective of your heart. Um, there's also a more scientific way. It's called the Bateco method. Have you heard of a guy called Bateco? Charlie, I actually lost you there for one second. Can you just repeat oh. that? There's a scientific way. Yes, so it's, it's called the Bateco method. I don't know if you've heard of this guy. Um, so it's a specific method of breathing. And one of his main principles is that most of us breathe through our mouth a lot more than we realize throughout the day and at nighttime. And he has helped people with asthma, sleep apnea, all sorts of things by training people to breathe more through their nose. He actually gets people to tape their mouths up so that they can't breathe through the mouth. Anyway. As soon as you said that, I just remembered that I was um, a good friend of mine. We went to uh, ski together, snowboarding, and yeah, we were sharing accommodation. And I remember him taping his mouth before going to sleep. Bearing in mind, uh, this dude has got like three businesses now. He's an ultra high performer. And that rings a bell. Uh, because he yeah. understood how his breath work and his breathing changed his business, changed his mindset, changed his stress levels, and and, and eventually just led a happier life. So now it makes sense why on earth he was taping his mouth before going to sleep. <laughs> just like his widow. <laughs> okay. Uh, at the time, I did. Uh, I mean, you can try it if you want. Um, tape your mouth at, <laughs> at night time, and um, it'll stop you breathing through your mouth. So anyway, this Potato guy is a big believer of this. So he has a test to see how well you are breathing. So if we are chest breathers, if we do breathe through our mouth a lot, um, we almost have oxygen starvation. So we have to breathe at a more rapid rate because we're constantly trying to get more oxygen into our bodies. Um, so if you are a better breather, you'll be able to hold your breath for longer. And you can track it. So I'll show you. So all you do is you breathe in and out through your nose and then you hold your nose and you count until you get the urge to breathe again. Do you want to try it? I'm going to try it. Okay. You keep talking. I want to try it because if I pass out, then people can at least listen to you. Sure. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay. <laughs> so in and out and hold. So I'm going to count you one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. <laughs> That's amazing. That's Not really bad. good. I do a lot of breath work though. I haven't told the listeners too much about it. <laughs> <laughs> um so what you are checking for in that is um, what your count is. So the cool thing is, is that you can track it each week and it will improve if you're doing breath work every day. So um, most, some people, when I do that test, they'll get like five or 10. Um, so you want to be aiming for around 20. That's really, really good. If you are an athlete or you really want to be at peak performance, then you want that count to be, somewhere more like 
30, which I think you could have done. I just think, you know, it's the first time we've done it and you're on the show. <laughs> um, yeah, so all you need to do is breathe in and out, count. So you can do it more accurately if you want using your phone. And even if you're just doing, well, I think 10's not enough. If you do 20 minutes of breath work every day, recheck it after a week and you'll probably be up by three, four counts. That's awesome. Thank you so much. My next question was going to be if there is anything that we can give practical to the listeners in terms of breath work. And you've given us so many tips already. Is there any other practical tips that you wanted to share? And it's absolutely fine if you said, I've given you all for now, go and practice. That's all of it. All, all the breathing stuff done. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, definitely. So um, my main tips are a couple of things. Um, something which is really powerful is something called box breathing, which is super, super easy. So, you know, you were talking about earlier, um, when we're talking about flow state where you are, um, relaxed and in a state of ease, but you're also primed and really switched on. So, um, box breathing is something that the Navy SEALs do before they're about to do a raid. So they'll all do this breath work together. So box breathing is super, super simple. All you do is, um, well, you can count your number. So for example, you would breathe in for four, you'd hold your breath for four, you breathe out for four and you'd hold for four and you just keep going like that if you just follow your finger around with a box. Does that make sense? Sure, sure. Yeah, we've we've talked about uh, box breathing quite a lot, actually, for, for some of the listeners. Uh, yeah, because one of the questions I get quite often is how do I how do I deal with my anxiety attacks and panic attacks? And um, I have been advised and I found in my personal practice that breathing is a very good way of doing that. Hence, I, I'm so grateful that you're on the show because box breathing is one thing I've talked about, but you've given us so much more. So um Thank you for that. You're welcome. And um, a second, I mean, do a deep dive. That's another recommendation. Like um, definitely recommend an hour where you're really um, delving into your breath. So what I recommend for people who've never done breath work before and they want hacks that they can use day to day is um, it's a little bit similar to Wim Hof method. You can either do it in through your nose or out through your mouth, or you can do the mouth breath, which is actually more powerful. So um, I would recommend doing three rounds. So you do 30 breaths and a breath hold, 30 breaths and a breath hold, 30 breaths and a breath hold. So what you're gonna do when you do that is you're gonna blast your body with oxygen. You're gonna change the levels of O2 and CO2. And it's just gonna give you a really great burst of energy when you need it. So does that make sense or do you want me to show you? No, 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 no. Listen, this is it's it's making perfect sense, and you're explaining it really, really well. And it wouldn't really make sense to those who are listening anyway to oh, yeah, to true. see what we're doing. So yeah. I'll definitely include the names of those methods in the show notes. And which leads me to my next question. It sounds so interesting. I I kind of I'm not just saying it. I I love this stuff. I know how much difference it makes to my daily routine, to my stress levels, to my performance. Uh, so I'm not I'm not just saying that because we have you here, but I do want to find out more about your current projects and cool little things you're involved with. What's going on in Charlie's life? What projects do you have going on? So I only I launched Source 
two months ago. So I have a membership program, which I'm absolutely loving. So I've created a community. And where that stemmed from was that I want more people to know about breathwork. I want more people to be able to experience it and use it in their day-to-day lives. And I also wanted to create a place um, where people could connect. An amazing thing with breathwork as well is that it builds um, connection so quickly and on such a powerful level. And even via Zoom, it's crazy the levels of connection that you get with people. So I do a membership program and with that I do twice a week um, live breathwork sessions. So these are the deep dives I was talking about. This is where like we really get into it. Um, And I do one on a weekday and one on a Sunday. And it's it's actually aimed at busy people. So busy entrepreneurs and people that have lots of stuff scheduled into their lives. So um, I do the live sessions, but everything I do is recorded. So you have a full, um, what's the word? You have full access to um, breathwork meditations and live meditations so that you can do them whenever you want. And actually people have loved just being able to click on and tune in when when they want their hour rather than having to come on at a certain time. Um, And with my membership as well, I do monthly online retreats. So I have a different expert each month. So this month um, I have an amazing yoga teacher. Next month I've got a cold expert. So I'm always picking someone different so that you get a different experience. Um, Yeah, I also do one-on-ones. So if you have something that you really want to work through, um, everyone is so different. So did you know your breath is as unique as your fingerprint? No way. Yeah, you have your own breath signature. And um, you can track back so much stuff like childhood stuff, what's happened in your life, um, and really work through things and through breath. But that would be more one-on-one. So I do do one-on-one sessions as well. And corporate, do it all. (laughs) Well, I actually think uh, we should because uh, looking for statistics, there are... 583 million entrepreneurs worldwide. I asked this question to uh, a private client of mine. I said to him, how many entrepreneurs do you think there are in the world? Bearing in mind, he's an entrepreneur. He said, I don't know, maybe like uh, 100,000, maybe a million. 583 uh, million entrepreneurs, 72% of which are likely to experience mental health issues, stress and burnout. So, oh my god, we need more people like you. You're doing an amazing job. Uh, it sounds amazing. So, uh, those stats say that again. I should know this, but I'm really shocked at that stat. Yeah, that was a 2019 study. So, I imagine the number hasn't gone down. Mm. Absolutely, absolutely awesome, 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 Charlie. This has been such a good show i've thoroughly enjoyed it and um i think i will be seeing you once a week from now on uh do a little bit more breathing and thank you thanks so much for sharing this with us it's a really unique practice that you have i'm really really happy that you're helping loads of people Uh, but i imagine a lot of our listeners would like to find out more about how they can get in touch with you if they want to try your work if they want to get a few answers from you um what's the best way to contact you i'll make sure we put it in the show notes oh bless you um do you know what best way is instagram um so my instagram handle is dc charlie malt 
Um, I'm on them quite a lot at the minute. Um, there's also my website. So again, we can pop that in the show notes. That's got all the information about my membership and the one-on-ones. Um, but yeah, drop me a private message. Um, I love to help. Like I'm so passionate about helping people through chiropractic and through breath work. Um, yeah, I absolutely love it. It's my baby. So if I can help you even 1%, drop me a message um, and I'll talk to you. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I've just put your uh, Instagram account on the, the the comments, but when this episode goes live, guys, keep an eye on it. I'll put the show notes in there. Uh, something that I didn't really um, anticipate, and it wasn't even planned, but we started talking about flow state, and we have literally just released a manual on how to get in flow. Breathing Love is something it. that we've been clearing in there. I call it the 5F formula. Uh, but guys, if you want the free copy, let me know and we'll send it to you because, uh, whether you're an athlete, whether you're a high performer, whether you are just someone who wants to feel better, being in flow just makes you happy. So if that's just one of the things you want to achieve, which ultimately we all do want to be happier, then drop us a message. Charlie, thank you so much for being on the show. Guys, love and appreciate you. And I really, truly hope that people tuned in today because I talk about breath work, but going deep with you on this has given me another level that just made me realize I know nothing about breath. So I'm really excited to, uh, to get a few coaching sessions from you outside this. Amazing. Awesome, guys. Thank you so much for joining for another week. If you enjoyed it, give us a thumbs up, share the episode with people that you think might benefit from this. Until next time. Bye-bye.